The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, an anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Got Games in Dell City, Green Bambino, Paseo Plunge, and My Chic Geek in Oklahoma City, and Waving Wheat Bakery and Bistro in Norman, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 281 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. A new comic book to teach kids about civics is coming to kids across the state of Oklahoma. Literati Press and the Oklahoma Institute for Child Advocacy are partnering on the new title, Mighty Mia and Dynabit Save Democracy. Here to talk about the new work is Literati Chief Strategist Buck Berlin and OICA leader Joe Dorman. Great to have you guys on the show. Good morning. It's great to be here. Yeah. This, <laughs> so, uh, so tell us about this, this work. What you guys got going on, Joe? So Oklahoma Institute for Child Advocacy is a nonprofit that was created back in 1983 to raise awareness about how people can get involved in the process and make a difference themselves. Mm -hmm. And that goes for all ages. Uh, for years, I've been a comic book fan and thought it would be a fun way to teach kids civics and democracy those lessons through a comic book. And so I wrote a script several years ago and then got partnered up with the guys at Literati, shared my idea with them, and Charles and Jerry put my ideas into actual print and writing before me, and it's just a beautiful product that hopefully will inspire kids to become public servants. Yeah, Joe and I used to run each other on Wednesdays at All Star Comics when we were getting our uh, on, on new comic book day. So they used to, we used to go there every now and then. And uh, so you've been a big comic book fan for a very very long time. Absolutely. In fact, I remember when I ran for governor, uh, they did a fundraiser for me at the shop and you covered that. Yes. Uh, so that, that made my nerd heart swell <laughs> that was able to do something like that. And I'm still collecting comic books. Uh, mm -hmm. I hit two comic book shops every Wednesday. I hit New World, hit All Star, mm -hmm. get my books and built up a pretty nice collection. And the reason being, uh, my parents used comic books to teach me to read at a young age. We lived out in Los Angeles uh, in my very early days. And we would go to the flea markets. Uh, Dad was disabled. Uh, we were on a fixed income. So they would buy comic books for 10 cents or it was when it was a quarter, that was a little too much back then. But they would let me go and buy comic books and mom would sit and read the words with me. And that's how I really learned how mm -hmm. to read. Yeah, it's a great way. And we've talked uh, many times with Buck about how comic books help kids who aren't, you can't, some kids can just pick up a, a novel and start reading it. But for others, it takes a little bit. My, my son was the same way. I handed him a comic book and that's how he learned to read. Yeah. Um, so I grew up the uh, ADD kid when uh, that was just becoming a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I was one of the first, first Ritalin kids and all that. Uh, and my reward for finishing my homework was allowing me to read comics. And then uh, one of my uh, special ed teachers said, well, hold on. He's wanting to read a thing. Yeah. L let him read. And um, because of, you know, just everything that was going on, it, it really kind of helped shape me of who I was and, you know, uh, who I am today. Just because uh, there's also lessons in whatever you're reading, too, uh, you know. We, we all kind of share the uh, moral backbone of Spider-Man and Superman of, well, 
we got to do it because no one else is going to do it. And, uh, man, I hate it when I'm in need. Yeah. <laughs> and with great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. Thank and you, Uncle Ben. That's yeah. Right. So it's, it's, you know, just kind of that. And then uh, even if you didn't enter into uh, comics, the superhero route, the other uh, traditional way is Archie, which also mm -hmm. teaches the uh, strong moral backbones and, uh, uh, you know, just that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I love it when uh, old ladies come in the shop and just joke about, oh, well, where's your Archie section? <laughs> Expecting nothing. And I show them a yeah. flourishing section. And it's just kind of showing that the landscape of comics is broadening such that it's able to take care of uh, those that need uh, more material to read that's challenging, something that uh, is engaging or uh, simple enough that they can catch onto and catch up because sometimes you just need that slowdown, uh, that break uh, to pick back up. And comics, uh, since it's not any other media like uh, TV or right. uh, even easily losing your place in books, uh, comics have that image, that that graphic that you can remember seeing and then you'll pick up the story even easier. Yeah. And so not just teaching kids literacy, just how to read and write. We're also teaching civic literacy through this new comic book. Absolutely. The goal with this comic book, as we said, was to get this in the hands of these kids. Uh, there's a startling statistic that I saw not too long ago that more than half of people who have surveyed uh, up to the age of 18 have never picked up a comic book. Mm. Uh, back, you look back to World War II days, 90% of yeah. kids had comic books. And there was a bad rap through the years with McCarthyism, the SOTI, Seduction of the Innocent, the Comic Codes Authority. Mm -hmm. All of that really has evolved and changed comic books to now where they are popular. But it's also tough for a kid to spring four bucks for a comic book. So yeah. Yeah. we are making this where it's completely free for these kids. Our goal is to get this comic book in the hands of every fifth grader in the state that participates in our Kid Governor program. These kids will have this as a lesson plan. And in the story, Mighty Mia and Dinabit show up to the Capitol. The pages, the high school kids who work at the Capitol on a weekly basis, mm -hmm. all get sick with the stomach flu except for one page called Paige. Mm -hmm. And she helps teach the two superhero kids how to be a page at the Capitol. And these two super kids, Mighty Mia and Dinabit, help do that job and learn democracy while they're paging. That's and cool. it inspires Paige to run for kid governor, which is a competition we also run through OICA. Yeah, and there's no longer the uh, the schoolhouse rock of I'm just a bill that we, <laughs> that we had as a kid. And so this is a new way to reach out to a new generation. It absolutely, and I will be honest, that inspired this. Uh, I yeah. love that old cartoon. We play it at our fall form conference, which is coming up soon. Uh, we try and inspire that that civics lesson at all ages, and that's the goal and our mission with OICA as a nonprofit is to get people inspired to be active as public servants and influence policy for the better. And so if we can do this with these kids, and I will tell you there's no, no political slant to this. Mm -hmm. They're not talking about any issues. It's just inspiring kids to pay attention, come up with positive ideas to fix the problems in government, whatever their political views might be, but also the importance of voting when they get old enough. Right, because that's so important to get to instill into a child is how important voting is and being taking part in your government. It's not just something that happens over there. You are actually an active member in a, in a representative democracy. We have to take an active role. I, I learned about 
this and really got interested in government by paging for the state Senate myself. I won it through a 4-H award. Uh, Senator Ray Giles at the time offered those paid spots to the different counties mm -hmm. he represented. And through that, I had the chance to go work at the Capitol. Otherwise, I wouldn't. My parents weren't connected. We didn't right. have money. We didn't have those connections. But through that, I loved it, saw women, minorities, and leadership positions, was inspired, became a political science major, and if you followed my career, the rest mm -hmm. is history. That's right, yeah. And we've and we we so enjoyed having you as a representative, running for governor, and realize. And then when you joined up with OICA, realizing that you aren't going anywhere, you are you are dedicated to helping the people of Oklahoma in some kind of service. That's right. It's just, and it goes back to comic books. You know, I won't say it's a superhero complex, but you have mm -hmm. some desire there where you want to help people, you want to make things better. And I've always loved that ability through public service and policymaking where yes, one person can have a voice and can make a difference. You just have to be tenacious. And the, uh, the thing that, you know, is kind of neat about this project is so many people don't realize how accessible government actually is. Right. Uh, and that you yourself, you know, can go and, and have a voice with someone, uh, even if, you know, doesn't get heard, you're still at least, there. <laughs> That's exactly right. It, in the rural areas, it's almost like it's easier because the citizens, you, the representative or senator may have a much larger area to cover, but they almost seem more accessible because you know who that politician is. You mm -hmm. see them at the coffee shops. You see them at the stock shows. You see them at school events. They're out and about. In the urban areas where you have a much smaller district, it's kind of harder to know who your lawmaker right. is, but you still have that ability. You have that connection. Anyone can walk into that Capitol building and walk into their legislator's office, set an appointment, sit down, and at least get a good 15 minutes with them talking about issues. If you send an email with technology, those smartphones, lawmakers check those things directly yeah, these days. It's much different than it used to be in the past. We're probably more connected to politicians than we've ever been in the past. Yeah, and uh, honestly, just kind of following things up the chain is uh, another way that you know, I've seen stuff go. Um, Hold on. Oh we, got, we got a cell phone. Oh, I'm the worst. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yeah, professionalism as always. Uh, thanks, Joe Dorman. That's <laughs> totally your fault. Your phone did that. <laughs> did you get a message from Joe Dorman as you're sitting right I next did, to yeah. He called me. It's... <laughs> His See technology. Fault. I had that set on timer. <laughs> yeah, and that's well. I mean, but it is. It is all about you know. We we can actually reach out to people a lot better. It was so funny because when I was go, would go to cover like a, a governor's event, whether it was Henry or Fallon or what whomever, and people would be all like, "Oh, that's the governor!" Like you know, and I'm like, "It's just the governor." I'm it's here. I'm here person. every day. I yeah. see them all the time. You know, and speaking of governors, uh, the former governors of Embrace's project. We did an event with five of the six former living governors where we did a fundraising reception to kick this program off. And Governors Nye, Walters, Henry, Keating, and Fallon came together and helped us kick off this event because they're all inspired by this. They believe yeah. in this. They want to see young people get involved. Um, we put out a press release with both of the candidates for governor, mm -hmm. the, the major parties. Uh, governor Stitt, Superintendent Hoffmeister mm -hmm. gave positive comments about this. So it doesn't matter the politics the political party right. the views people want to see kids get more engaged in the process right if everyone's been involved in the civic process that's how you get government going the right way yes regardless 
So when are you expecting to get this out to, to fifth graders? So the program is kicked off and through the schools right now, teachers will that have signed up will receive these lesson plans talking about civics and voting that's geared towards that fifth grade level. The State Department of Education here in Oklahoma helped us with the lesson plans to make sure they fall under mm -hmm. the state of Oklahoma guidelines for education. And they will have about a 10-day lesson plan going through the process. And then during that, they will also kick off the election for the kid governor where the classmates will have a chance to compete internally for who should be the nominee from the school. They will put together a two-minute campaign video and send it into OICA. We have a committee that's made up of the former governors and some of our board members that will go through and narrow it down to the top seven finalists, and we will send those videos back as campaign commercials. All the kids participating in the Kid Governor program in fifth grades will get to watch and then vote on a ballot on who they think of those seven should be the kid governor. Whoever the winner is of the plurality vote will get to serve as kid governor for the year, be a spokesperson on issues for OICA. The other kids will be a kid cabinet. We're working with Mike Fina and the Oklahoma Municipal yeah. League. For every school that participates, whoever the winner in that school is will get to be the youth mayor of the community and get to go to a city council meeting. And then throughout the year, we want to keep these kids involved and inspired and hopefully use this as a feeder program to get involved in programs like Generation Citizen or the YMCA Youth and Government Program, or even as they get into college, the Oklahoma Intercollegiate Legislature. We just want to use this to fuel that fire and get kids inspired and get involved in public service. Yeah, yeah. and, oh, sorry, go ahead, Mike. Well, I was saying, and also very important to, to teach kids that elections aren't just about the president every four years. Uh, it's also about local elections. It's about making sure who's running for city council, who's running for your local school board. These are all elections that are just as important. It's important to teach kids that the, the local elections are just as important as whoever's running for president. And sometimes even more so, that actually dovetails nicely into what I was uh, going to say is uh, if, uh, you know, all the younger kids understand and, and know how to get involved, uh, just because something doesn't exist that uh, is very near and dear to you doesn't mean that you can't start something up. Mm -hmm. You can't, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that you can't uh, have your own organization that takes care of whatever needs you, you feel most passionate about. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, this didn't uh, exist before. And then, you know, one person thought, hey, let's do it. So it's just all that. And then uh, other people throw in their ideas, round it out, make it work for everyone. We also, at OICA, we run an awards program for several different awards that we offer. One is called the Moran Citizenship Award, named after Melvin and Jasmine Moran. People may recognize that name from the Children's Museum over in Seminole. We created an award recognizing the good work that kids are doing for their peer groups. And so if a young person has either started a program or built a program up to the next level, we want people to nominate them for that award so we can recognize them. And we give that award away at our fall forum each year. And so it's a way we can not only recognize getting involved in government, but just doing good things and good work. And hopefully that contagious feeling, that good feeling from doing that positive work will inspire others to also get involved. Right. The idea of being a public servant and reach and being there for everybody. Yeah. And, and it's really not necessarily being there for everyone. It's you making sure that people don't fall through the cracks because, yeah. you know, uh, there are those that you know have everything going on, but it's making sure that everything moves slowly and that everything's uh, keeping up to speed, right? That's exactly right. And it's, 
I mean, that's kind of one of the themes you're going to see in comic books. You see these superheroes. I mean, there's a lot of self-sacrifice that happens. They, they give up a normal life to go be a hero and save mm -hmm. others. Um, you see public servants do that. You see elected officials that will give up their careers and time with their family in order to go and serve and make a yeah. difference for the world. And we see so many people doing this in daily lives. And we, I don't feel like we appreciate that enough for the people who are out there doing the good work. And me transitioning from politics into the nonprofit sector, yeah. I see it every single day with hundreds and thousands of people working in the nonprofit sector out there making a difference, a positive difference for the state and the world. Right. It's not about becoming a millionaire. It's about helping people. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so is this going to be an ongoing thing from from future years is how's that going to work that's right the kid governor program we had actually run a local effort and we discovered there was a national program run through connecticut and we joined that we became the fourth state affiliate and georgia and since become the fifth and it is a yearly program where we will teach these civics and it, during election years it will coincide with the uh, general elections that happen mm -hmm. off election years we'll do it in november just as if there it was an election year and we want to try and have these kids learning each year as they come into fifth grade about this process uh, maybe inspire a field trip or two to go to the state capitol and get these kids more interested in what's happening around them and so we're hoping this will continue uh, it's completely free we privately raise the money for the comic book and the program and so individuals, we've had several generous donors and corporations and foundations contribute for this. And so we're hoping to continue this year after year. Right. It, again, it's because businesses understand the importance of having a civic-minded generation of, of people that, that know about civics and, and know about what it means to be a public servant or to go and elect the right people for the jobs and That's being it. involved in it. Yeah, and, and I mean, honestly, with the uh, political climate that's been going on for the last, you know, what, eight years? You know, not quite ten, but, you know, about eight years where everything just kind of escalated all of a sudden. Uh, you know, kids are more mindful of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and kind of know the positions a little bit better. So it won't be just absolutely uh, into the deep end. Right? And, and kids often mimic what they hear and see around them, and so that's why I'd encourage parents and families, be careful what you say. I mean, if you're angry about a politician or something that's going on, just remember there are little eyes and ears around you that will learn that and they take that to school and that often raises a lot of questions and, and creates problems. And it's, if you want to talk politics, actually sit down at the dinner table and talk through the issues and encourage these kids to also share their input. I mean, yeah, explain your why you're angry, not just, oh, I hate him because of this, or she's the worst because of that. Exactly. Right. Because it also can turn kids off of politics. I mean, that's the last thing we want to do is turn them away from the political system, the civic system. That yeah, they because be learning. you're saying that, no, I don't want to take advantage of the thing that's uh, taking care of my day-to-day -day right. life. Oklahoma has one of the worst turnouts for voting. Yeah. And I credit a lot of that to people getting turned off by politics rather than actually sitting through and talking about the issues, talk about why someone has the wrong idea, not why they're a bad person, right. because oftentimes they're not bad people. The men and women I served with, there are very few I can think of who I thought actually were bad people, uh, but they're one or two. But if you would listen to the general public, you'd think they're all scoundrels. They're yeah. all crooks. 
and they're not. They just have different views. Yeah. And you need to actually sit down and have those conversations. You never know. It may change your opinion. Yeah. And I went here's to, I, where Joe names names. Well, I, I worked for uh, several years at the, at the Capitol, and I, the neatest thing was you could have people disagreeing on an argument, but then right after that, they went out and had a beer together, It's and <laughs> which is unheard of. Most people think, how could you, you know, you're, you're opposed to that. You can disagree on, an, on, a, on its topic, but that doesn't mean they're the enemy. And I think that's some things that, that's some, sometimes a little bit lost in today's today's society so I, I won't name the name but i will tell a story <laughs> there was one person who came in after me in the legislature mm -hmm. and you could tell he disliked people in the other party just because they were in the other party right and we worked on an issue together he realized oh he's not such a bad guy we developed a friendship i think he wanted me to date his daughter for a while too which <laughs> that, that was just a complete <laughs> turnaround for him but when I ran for governor that morning, he texted me a picture of his ballot and said, you got my vote. Wow. And just through that evolution of watching him change as a person and realize mm -hmm. it's about who is running for the office, who can do the best job and who will listen to people. That's what we want to see politicians do. We want them to reach out. And some of them, especially these days, take the popular route and just do firebrand issues and throw out horrible things just to reach a donor base right. and raise more money for themselves, but they're doing more harm in the process. We've got to try and turn that around. We can't just reward those people that just pop off and say horrible things. And we've got to try and change that in society. Right. And the more you teach kids about civics and being involved in the electoral process, hopefully you'll have more people involved in being able to hold a lot of these uh, publics. So they have to be held accountable. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's, what's beautiful about something like this. Yeah. And, and I think that's the thing is, you know, kids see, uh, you know, politicians getting on and saying whatever they want, not understanding that, uh, there's supposed to be a, uh, you know, an account, uh, a, an accountability to it. And that seems to have not been stressed. And when they find out that, you know, oh, well, that action is illegal. You can't, you know, own a business and hold a, a high position of power. You can't, uh, you know, there's so many, like, other laws that they just don't know uh, mm -hmm. stop a process uh, that when they find out, well, you know, they think, well, that's dumb. And they don't understand the why. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how can people get involved in this? So go to our website, oica.org, and you can help support the mission. We're in the process of finalizing the comic book. We're going to send it to print. Uh, we raise extra money. We're going to print extra copies. Uh, I want to have it available for people, even if they're not in fifth grade, to be able to order a copy. So we're going to work with the guys at Literati to do some kind of Kickstarter campaign where we'll be able oh, to do the, the individual issues and get them turned around for people and they can still make a contribution to the overall program because it's going to be more than just a comic we want these lessons to go out and we want to follow that up we want to hold the election in november we're going to do an inauguration in the february around the beginning of session with the kid governor and we want to turn this into a great program to inspire these young people and for fourth graders to look forward to that opportunity to be involved in the kid governor program for those sixth graders after they finished it to go on and do other things and be involved in the process. And so the more we can do getting the word out, um, we're going to do what we can, but people should go to OICA.org and check that out and then reach out to me uh, at the Oklahoma Institute for Child Advocacy. And if they want to 
learn more about getting a program. Even We can even come and speak to an adult program through a civic organization like Lions, Kiwanis, or Rotary mm-hmm. and do a program for those individuals to learn more about government. Right, so if you know someone who's like in fifth, a fifth grade teacher or something like that, let them know that something like this is going on. Absolutely. Uh, we've been spreading the information out through the State Department and through our resources to let schools know about this. And we had more than a dozen sign up for this first year, which is more than most states have. So we were yeah. really thankful that in this first year, a lot of schools have participated. But we want to eventually get this in all of the probably thousand fifth grade classes yeah. that there are across the state. Well, there's a hunger right now for this, for, for wanting to teach kids about this, this, civic, this civic education that is kind of lacking right now. That's exactly right. And the more we can help individuals and you got to think about it a lot of these teachers probably never learned it they don't even know how to get involved themselves and so if we can provide that free resource for these teachers to be able to use this and teach those kids um, that's the whole point of this kid governor program it's the whole point of why the oklahoma institute for child advocacy was created so hopefully we'll be able to keep driving that mission home and of course as a geek the, the the idea that you're doing it through a comic book is just so wonderful I, it, it warmed my heart to actually see that product that I've dreamed about actually become reality right there on the pages. And it's more than even just the, the story with Dynabit and Mighty Mia. We have crossword puzzles and word searches in the back using government terms to teach these kids what those terms mean. That's fantastic. And uh, Literati Press, do you guys have uh, at least free copies of the, uh, the smaller version that hasn't gone out yet, right? Right. Yeah, uh, swing by the uh, the shop and uh, talk to Echo or anyone that's up there right now, yeah. uh, and you know we'll set you up with uh, everything that you want to read and more. Because I got my free copy at New World Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, and oh my god, it's so cool. And uh, uh, the characters are designed by some of our uh, Ink and Draw alum. Mm-hmm. Um, god, I, uh, we talked to Megan what last week or the week before. Then uh, Kiwi helped design stuff too. Uh, it's just a amazing yeah just to be able to put this out so the kids can read it and understand what's going on yeah and and just everything that literati's uh uh doing to push this forward i look forward to everything that you all come out with for years to come that's gonna be so much fun i'm hoping this won't be just a one and done with one issue i'm hoping we'll be able to do other versions of this in the future but i know this first issue we will do the reprints every year for these schools as long as we're running the kid governor program yeah and just have an entire generation of kids that need to grow up to be civically minded is fantastic and i do want to say too uh, the characters mighty mia and dynabit were inspired by two young oklahomans who had health conditions that were adopted into a family Mm. And the young lady uh, and uh, the mighty Mia's modeled after Mia uh, died a few years ago. And we went to her adopted parents and asked permission to use Mm -hmm. the likenesses for Mia and Canon in this comic book. And they both agreed to it. So there's an extra special backstory behind that of having these kids. So we're going to make sure Mia's legacy carries on. Good deal. And where can people find you? You said OICA.org. OICA.org. Our number is 405-236-5437. Uh, just Google on the on the internet, and yeah, you, you can have track Twitter us down. And Facebook too. We do have Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts, and we're posting things regularly about the work OICA does. We do a chili cook-off in March mm-hmm. at the state capitol in the parking lot to have organizations show up, cook chili, and inspire groups to come and meet lawmakers. And so, throughout the year, we're just trying to make those connections between individuals and the policymakers to hopefully develop those those lines of communication, 
bring in experts that can help those lawmakers make a more informed decision mm -hmm. and see better policy come about in the end. Um, how else could people get involved in the Oklahoma Institute for Child Advocacy? Funny you ask, Buck. <laughs> New World Comics helps us. We do a Heroes Ball every year mm -hmm. in the end of July, and we have several of the cosplay performers mm -hmm. that participate in the Superhero School at New World Comics that will come and do a Superhero School for the kids during the Adult Heroes Ball. And that's our largest fundraiser of the year, but it's such a great element to have all of those superheroes running around mm -hmm. the event. I think the adults take more pictures than the kids do, <laughs> but it's just such a fun event. All throughout the year, we have different programs going to encourage people to get more involved. And as I said, I travel around the state doing speeches uh, with civic organizations, inspiring them to get more involved. And I'm hoping OICA, we're finishing up our 39 years, about to start 40, wow. and hopefully we'll be around for a lot longer. And you can uh, get on the website and donate directly too, or you can contact and see how you can uh, help, I'm guessing. Absolutely, oh, yes. And we would, like I said, love specifically for people to make a contribution for the comic book, for the Kid Governor program, but if they want to make a, a, a contribution for the overall mission, uh, we certainly wouldn't turn that down. And we do little raffles and, and prize things throughout the year. We do an end-of-year giving thing. So we've got a lot of friends that help us out with uh, making sure that we can keep the doors open. That's Heck awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, guys. Thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah, it's, it's always a pleasure. It's great to see you. Miss seeing you out at the Capitol. I'm, I, I'm sure I'll run into you. Here. It's, yes. Well, I'm sure I'll run into you some Wednesday at the comic book shop exactly. when the new things come out. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you guys so much. That's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. It's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. You can also find us on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Buck Berlin and Joe Dorman, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>